Okay, we could begin with uh, just a, a bit of chanting, short bit of chanting, do the uh, paying homage to the Triple Gem, and then uh, chant the Itipi Soul, uh, recollection of the Buddha, Dhamma, and Sangha, and then we'll sit for half an hour.
senior monks coming from the uh, the various uh, branch monasteries of Ajahn Chah that are spread through North America and uh, gathering here in Arrow River. Um, first of all, I'd like to express my appreciation to Ajahn Punadamo for um, thinking of inviting us here and uh, making it happen and uh, and of course all the lay people who have been um, looking after us and and um, yeah, caring for us so it's been uh, it's been a delightful time and it's been quite a few years for myself since I've been here uh, almost 20 years so it's nice to come back and see the uh, see the place um, still here, and <laughs> it's just this uh, you know, it's, you know, monasteries are un- as uncertain as everything else, and so there uh, here we are, because it, it's very heartening for me to see monasteries. Uh, in Canada, because um, I grew up in Canada, but uh, I never, never ever saw a monastery when I was growing up. Never saw anything to do with Buddhism, growing up, and uh, so to know that there are and there's three monasteries in uh, in Canada now here in Thunder Bay. Uh, one in British Columbia, the other one outside of Ottawa. So that's uh, we've got three in America, and uh, well, it's about a tenth of the population in in uh, in Canada, and uh, managed to have the same same amount of monasteries. So there's some. Canadians are doing something right. <laughs> uh, there. Of course, having Sangha gather uh, is a. Uh, um, I mean, to me, it's it's special. I've been a monk for a long time, and it uh, um, yes, and it still is is. Uh, uh, a delight for myself to gather together with uh, a larger community, larger sangha, larger gathering of of uh, uh, experienced um, monks who uh, we've shared the holy life for such a long time, and uh, uh, that uh, that is very. Uh, very special, and they're, uh, you know, when we first came in, we we uh, ch- chanted the, um, just paying homage to to the 
put a Dhammasanga and um, chanting a recollection of the qualities of Buddha Dhammasanga and um, you know if one's done any kind of chanting at all this I mean this is usually the first chanting you learn and and uh, but it's uh, it's such a important foundation for our practice our drawing close to the uh, teachings of the of the Buddha as well as drawing close to the the uh, say the whole purpose of it um, it's uh, of course the 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 teachings are extremely extensive but the uh, you know one of the fundamental foundations is 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 just having confidence in uh, in buddha dhamma and sangha this is a uh, this is this is uh, somebody who was fully awakened in the in the world even though it was 2500 years ago 2600 years ago but uh, just the recollection of the of dhamma one of the qualities is its timeless nature this is a this is a timeless teaching um, say the uh, the truth of of uh, of freedom from dukkha, freedom from suffering, freedom from greed, hatred, delusion. Um, this is something that is 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 of a timeless reality, timeless truth. In the same way that greed, hatred, and delusion are kind of timeless, also. <laughs> they seem to go on forever. <laughs> So it's, uh, but having, of course, the tools of of uh, of the teachings, and then having the uh, example of the of the sangha, and and the sangha in its broadest definition is is as we chant, as uh, those who practice well, practice directly, practice. Insightfully, practice with integrity. And so we, when we do the chanting, recollecting sangha, uh, it is that recollection of of uh, of those who uh, who practice well. And of course, that uh, that includes or has the possibility for all of us, because uh, it's more around the practice and commitment to practice and training. Um, now, as we, um, I think, as we begin to practice, continue to practice, and I think particularly as as uh, people who've uh, grown up in a in a, a Western uh, culture, a Judeo-Christian culture, um, with the accretions of the uh, um, say European Enlightenment, or, or even from the Greek um, philosophies that uh, we've inherited in our way of viewing the world. I mean, we easily get caught in just our thoughts, you know, our thinking, our our conceiving of of ourselves. And the world around us, and and that, uh, um, and the uh, and oftentimes we just tangle ourselves up in our our, our thoughts and proliferations, and and uh, and our views, and and uh, how we conceive, and it's it's. Uh, uh, of course, the, the Buddhist teaching is is a um, you know sometimes it's it's uh, people pick it up and say oh I've got to get rid of this thinking if I didn't think um, you know, sort of like it's kind of a uh, uh, 
we we come up with a a, uh, a logical kind of formulation of it. You know, I'm I think, therefore I suffer. Um, if I didn't think, I wouldn't suffer. You know. So then we spend a lot of our energy and time, meditation and and our approach to practice, uh, just trying to stop that thinking. But it's more like really trying to understand uh, how 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 it works and how we how we fool ourselves. You know, and you know we're and we're quite willing to fool ourselves. I mean, there's there's some there's years ago. There's a great uh, story joke. I mean, it was a um, Irish guy walks into a pub in Dublin. I mean, it's it's it's, a, it's always an Irish guy. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, uh, you know, it's a, it's a classic sort of local pub, and and, and uh, just th- he orders three three beers, and, and uh, he goes off, sits by himself, and he sits there drinking his his beer, and but he takes like one one sip from one, and then one sip from the other, one sip. Next, and then, then he finishes up his his three beers. Then he goes back to the the bar and and the the, the bartender, and he orders three more. And 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 bartender, you know, if you ordered it just one at a time, you know, it wouldn't go flat. It probably tastes better. And he said, Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but you know, I I got I got two brothers. And uh, one of them went to Canada, and one of them went to Australia, and we made this pact that, that we would we would uh, we would we would from from time to time we'd have a drink like this, and we'd we'd think of each other, and we'd just remember each other. This is our way of honoring each other, and uh, oh boy, oh okay, wow, wow, what. So whatever. So anyway, he becomes a regular at the at the pub, and over time, and everybody gets to know him. He's a bit weird, but you know, it's <laughs> and everybody gets to know him, and uh, and then it's actually years later, and, and uh, comes in and orders two beers, and uh, and then goes and sits down, and he's sitting, and of course the. The regulars all know, and he said, so they go quiet. And then he goes back again to 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 order his second round, and and uh, and the bartender says, "I'm so sorry for your your brothers and for your loss. I give you, please accept my condolences." And and he says, "No, no, everyone's fine." He said, but I've I joined the Mormon Church, so I had to quit drinking. <laughs> so, and so, and so, you know, we, we can sink ourselves into all sorts of corners and entanglements and 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 it all sounds we can make it sound good and whatnot or reasonable you know we're we're uh, we're we're very reasonable beings and, and and you know it doesn't matter what kind of view we hold or what kind of mood it's it's it we've got it worked out somehow so uh, that's why it's so important to cultivate like confidence and faith, because uh, it's like like Ajahn Chah, our, our teacher, and he said, you know, uh, yeah, the, the, the human mind is just completely untrustworthy. You can, you know, it's really you can't you can't trust your mind, and it's it's uh, it, it 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 has 
His basic function is just keep lying to us. <laughs> so it's, and you know, obviously, we're, but that, but it can be trained, and that's and that's the the, the this is the 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 uh, say the purpose of the teachings and the the whole. I mean, that that's and I think it's important to recognize that that. Uh, yeah, the Buddhist teachings is are there teachings that are for training and learning and educating ourselves in well, what's useful, what's not useful, what works, what doesn't work, what's for peace and what's for confusion, what's for our happiness and what is for suffering, and that's why you know the Buddha's really clear and he says over and over again and I teach only two things suffering and the cessation of suffering and I think it's so important to keep that clarity because again it's we can come up with all sorts of proliferations and justifications for what views and moods and perspectives and and but is it suffering or is it for the end of suffering? And and it's really important to to reflect on that. And all the different nuances of suffering in this is it doesn't have to be this wailing and gnashing of teeth suffering. It's just just basic stress and tension, anxiety, and all the different things, the different ways that we that we do uh, uh, create dis-ease, dis discontent uh, in our hearts and in our lives. And so that that that, that lifting up of uh, Buddha, Dhamma, and Sangha, lifting up the, the, those recollections of the the refuges, the the the, 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 the triple jewel, the three gems. I mean, these are translations of the of the. Uh, the refuges, and they're there, and trying to turn our attention to to uh, um, encouraging the mind uh, of, of that that kind of reflection, and not so much in an again, not so much in an intellectual way or just thinking about it, but how do how do I feel about it? And I think that's where practice is. Is is also there's a great encouragement. I mean, it's not just the Buddha, but certainly the uh, the Thai forest tradition which we come from. There's a lot of attention on the uh, on the body, learning how to pay attention to the body, and learning how to ground experience in the body, how to come back to the body as a uh, where's our continuity of awareness and mindfulness. Uh, how do we feel about things? You know, what's my body telling me? Uh, when sitting meditation, it's breath meditation, it's just so helpful for, because uh, you're not thinking, you're not thinking about the breath, you're experiencing the breath coming into the body, out of the body, letting the body receive the breath, learning how to, embody our experience so that that uh, and so again like faith or confidence is is not is not just a thought about it i mean you we use the thought process to lift up things in the mind but then you have to explore it and see what does it feel like what's it what's its what's its experience uh, and that that's uh, it's a different way of approaching thought and uh, and learning how to use it and learning how to pay attention to what well, what's the result of this thought process. Um, I mean, there's many discourses where. The Buddha talks about the the different 
recollections. Um, and of course, recollection of the Buddha, recollection of the recollection of Sangha, recollection of virtue, of uh, integrity, uh, precepts, uh, recollection of generosity, giving, sharing, um, recollection of of, uh, of the devas, um, uh, recollection of of uh, uh, you know, turning attention to loving kindness and compassion. These are recollect. We we lift those direct directing our attention, directing thought to these themes, and. One of the things that the Buddha says that when we direct our thoughts to those things, then uh, right, to Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, generosity, virtue, our, 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 the, the, the mind is not obsessed with greed, it's not obsessed with, with aversion, it's not obsessed with delusion. I mean, it's taking another object that is 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 very uplifting and wholesome uh, when the, when the mind is not obsessed by say by greed by hate by delusion uh, then that mind is and it's an interesting translation of which of a poly idiom I assume it's um, it's simply straight it's really interesting the Oh, the, it's like the mind straightens up, and and you can, it's like you feel that you can feel that in you. I mean, you see I mean, some people, um, you know, just the the kind of torment they go through, and and, and to see somebody, oh well, Rodin's thinker is a great. Um, is, a sculpture that is, you know, this is just, this is really hard work, you know. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's simply straight. And, and, and when the, 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 the mind is simply straight, it gains inspiration in the goal, gains inspiration in the Dhamma, it gains joy connected with the Dhamma, and then, and then it goes into a sequence that is very uh, comes up over and over. So when one experiencing uh, joy, um, there's an experience of rapture, which tends to be uh, also kind of more physically oriented, like there's a my joy tends to be a bit heady, and, and rapture is a bit more mm, through the whole body-mind complex. And then when one gains um, experiences rapture, then one experiences ease. Uh, and when one experiences ease, the mind is easily settled, it's easily concentrated. And that's the mind that experiences Dhamma, or experiences insight, experiences relinquishment. It's able to uh, to let go, to release. To... But it's, it's, it's something that is also experienced in the body, that sense of fullness, that sense of ease. So it's not thinking about letting go, thinking about relinquishment. It's like there's a fullness that when you like when you 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 drunk your fill of water and you stop on your own because you you feel full or eating as well and similar you feel full you stop and then people come offer you more and say no thank you and sort of it's just you feel full and and uh, so it's similar with with uh, you know, practicing dhamma and and the practice of our uh, reflection, investigation, and meditation. These work together. Uh, that, that use of directing attention, uh, lifting up the mind to those tracks of, of, of thought and um, the way the mind moves so that it 
moves in ways that uh, settles and uplifts and and feels replete, it feels full. Because sometimes we think of relinquishment as and uh, renunci- renunciation. Um, well, it's not very popular as a as an idea and as a concept in the English language or in Western culture, but it's when when you're full of something that's really satisfying, then it's not that you're giving that that releasing or relinquishing uh, isn't a strain. It isn't dissatisfying. It's actually tremendously satisfying to not take on something that just clutters or um, just makes for more yeah, just more problems, more difficulties, more burdens. Uh, so it's it's this the sense of realizing that this relinquishment and and release is coming from a place of fullness, uh, and uh, or even the word nibbida, which is uh, uh, translated as you know, sometimes disenchantment. Uh, Disgust, even, uh, but it's it's like no, the it's like the enchantment is broken, and like it's it's like it's not uh, the enchantment isn't really working anymore. The pull isn't there, the interest just isn't. There. Why is that? Because physically and and emotionally, one feels replete, and that's the Dhamma gives that to us. And of course, that's that. Buddha Dhamma Sangha's refuges are are uh, they're complements to each other that support each other, and that just that um, the different qualities of the uh, say of the Buddha um, of Dhamma Sangha. So reflecting on the qualities of the Buddha, it's like one of the. Ones that always inspires me is that we jajarna sampano, the sense of of uh, perfect, impeccable in knowledge and understanding, and it's like yeah, you know, the Buddha was was one. He had perfect knowledge or uh, full and complete knowledge, but also his conduct was was beautiful. That's the way truth actually works, um, like. You know, you know, we, you know, it's easy to see, you know, whether it's the, um, you know, in the in the secular world or even in a religious world, yeah, people might talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk, you know, and they they don't, don't don't really live it. And so that that, but I think that's one of the the example of the Buddha and the 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 uh, encouragement that has been set in place for all this time is uh, yeah this when one sees clearly then one's one how one lives uh, is in harmony with each other and uh, and that's what happens to us you see that happening to us and we change and sometimes at first it's difficult because, because sometimes you know, different friends who you you know you find you know, the more time you spend with them, the less your mind is actually bright and happy, and, and uh, or it just adds to too much complication in one's life. And you just it's not out of aversion or or it's, but it's just is. It's quite a natural process. This is uh, this is something that needs to be released and relinquished. Uh, it's not it's not setting me on a good good path or helping me in a in a good way. So those are, but it's uh, it's important that it's not with you know judgment or aversion, but it's more like you know, this is one. It's a compassionate thing to do for oneself, and then it and then who knows? You know, sometimes the Friends or relatives, you know, sometimes they actually take an interest in, because they've seen a change. Uh, so that that this drawing close to the 
the refuges and letting the refuges transform us uh, is a, uh, I mean, it's a process that, that, that takes time and most people here have been doing it for a while and that's, that's, uh, uh, and, and I remember Rajan Chah uh, saying, you know, it's, you know, this, you know, one of the things that you, a critical quality that you have to, everybody has to cultivate is just patience, and because this practice takes time, um, so, and uh, but it's that steeping oneself in the in the refuges, coming back to that confidence and faith, because it's a, there's a, there's an emotional nourishment that is important to to connect with. Because sometimes, uh, you know, the head doesn't really nourish us. It sort of it it it, uh, it sucks energy sometimes uh, the, to connect with the with the heart. Learning how to get these things functioning together. And this is a a middle way that is 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 this sense of balance and and balancing that that is a uh, this. Mm, part of our learning and education in this ongoing practice. So I'll offer that for reflection this evening.